I think uh, when we were shooting in London, she her prop was a piece of chalk because she was writing on a blackboard, right. and I used to wear this um, like a rain jacket, sort of blue thick rain jacket. So on my back, uh-huh. she was like, "I'm giving you a massage," and I just shut up because it was Vidya Balan. <laughs> <laughs> and she you know just she just drew squiggles on my back wow. with the chalk and i was running around like that the entire day narika was the director's assistant on shakuntala devi a biopic on amazon prime which was lauded for its performances and audacious storytelling we had a really fun chat and i'm sure you'll have a great listen too Narika, I really want to know, like, what was it like when you got to know that you are going to do this film? Because you have worked in, like, even your internships and everything, you have worked in, let's say, a film production before. But uh, how was it like? Like, what was the whole process where you kind of got to know, and what was the reaction and all of that? Um, actually, it's a really funny story because I was working on a completely different film um, okay. with a completely different uh, organization, uh-huh. and that film got shelved within like three months. Oh, so um, yeah, my first paid film project, and it was shelved, and I had no idea what to do because I felt like such a failure, even though it had nothing to do with me. And this um, is way before COVID or any of that, right? Like it didn't get shelved because of like that was not in the scene. Like that virus was not even born that by then. It probably was, but it was yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. It was just it was so crazy. They were just like oh. Um, Like we were working on it, and it was like so intense. And then we just stopped working on it. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in office watching shows and not knowing what was happening. Oh God! And uh, then one fine day, they're like, "Oh, by the way, this film got shelved. Now it got shelved like a week ago." I'm just like, "What?" Oh God! Like, yeah. And so for a week, I was in Bombay, and I had no idea how to um, maneuver this because there was just this entire feeling of. um helplessness you know yeah. that had come into and uh, i'm i'm like freaking out and i've already used up my one contact to get that film and that film got shelved and i'm just yeah. like now what do i do um so i was literally just wa- waiting in um you know the production houses waiting rooms and all and i was just like guys please someone have something and the first lady who was working with me on um the film i was working on before Uh-huh. he thought i was pretty good at what i was doing so he roped me into the project that he took which was shakuntala devi right and uh, i actually came on just for two months as a junior researcher junior so researcher wow what what's what, what is that uh, what's that like researcher i mean of course it's a pre production role primarily but uh, <laughs> how is that like like what's what's that so basically because it's a biopic there's mm-hmm. a lot of fact checking that needs to be done there's ah. a lot of um, you know checking our mannerisms creating an archive of the actual person oh. um so that's what i was supposed to do and since it was also period um i had to do like research based on you know what would the fashion be like what would uh, because we all know shakuntala devi was a madly global woman no oh, absolutely um, <laughs> She was living the best life. She was so. right, absolutely. <laughs> so it was for all of that, and um, I, of course, um, I took it up because one, it was a job to keep me there. And yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, thank God. I was like, at least for two months, I have something, and uh, I'll figure out the rest. Hmm. And 
surprisingly, it just worked out. I found out Vidya Balan was working on it, and I'm a huge fan. So I was like, "That's amazing!" And uh, then you know, I just started. Pushing myself in a lot more, doing mm. a lot more than what my role asked for. Ah, that's interesting, actually. Yeah. 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 And then uh, the director, because she's London-based, Anu's uh, London-based, so she decided to um, take me on as the DA. And then things just happened, and then I was also on post. <laughs> wow. I don't, I've been there forever that's, now. That's crazy. So, so you you're saying that you actually shot across two countries, like you were there on the sked. On the India sketch as well as, and I think I met you right before you're going to London. Like I think a week or like a day. Before, no, I think on the day itself. The day, the day. Oh God, yeah. So how how is that? Like how is how is it like you know first uh, actually going to the UK? I mean visas and all. Of course, that that was easier back then. Not not now. Uh, but but then what was it like? What was it like uh, shooting in the UK? I'm sure it was not. Uh, it was a lot of work as well. It's not that we holiday going to traffic and chill. Not that, but, but how was it like? No, it was absolutely beautiful. Like, I loved everything about shooting in the UK. So, the thing is, we shot in the UK before we shot in India. So, oh, okay. uh, we started our sked with UK. So, it was just this breeze. There is a completely different work ethic over there. There is completely different, like... Um, idiosyncrasies of how a crew works and how uh, things work over there. So when they say a twelve-hour shift, they, they mean, mean a twelve-hour shift. <laughs> that means you set up and you, you know, uh, take down everything within twelve hours. You cannot take a minute overtime on either side, you know. And um, of course, we had uh, only core crew who went to the UK, uh, while the rest were hired from there. And even hmm. working with them, hearing their experiences, knowing the films they worked on, um, and comparing the job roles as well as the wages, as well as you know, um, just the ethic, was absolutely fascinating and mind blowing. To be honest, I loved it, and I would love to work there only if we're talking about things. Yeah. But um, apart from that, Anu had chosen the most amazing locations. So, um, mm-hmm. like one of our shots, the BBC uh, scene, which is mm-hmm. there, was actually shot the exterior. Mm-hmm. We shot it at the actual BBC. BBC. Oh God! Wow. And it was insane. And we were shooting. So I literally traveled the length, the breadth, the width, everything of London, just while shooting itself. And of course, when I got days off or after shoot, I would run off, you know, and <laughs> check out everything else. Of course. But it was absolutely fascinating to see the extras, the way the base is set up, the kind of food you get, um, yeah. the kind of treatment you get. It was just absolutely fascinating to see and very different from here right. um, in all the best ways possible. So, yeah. Understood. <laughs> is, is there a point in the film while you're shooting that you kind of lose vision of what the actual product is going to be like, like, you know, it just becomes so mundane or just becomes a task of sorts so that you, you know, you've lost what the vision is. Of course you're enjoying the process, but then you don't really see the light at the end of the tunnel. Is that, does that happen on not just this film, but is that like a process where filmmaking, which is inherently so creative, does that get mechanical? Um, I think 
initially during pre-production you have to keep the creativity alive no matter how long pre-production is taking but um during shoot and post you have to get mechanical because right. otherwise there are constantly going to be changes that come to the film on the floor which you can that, that can be insane yeah i can imagine you can't you can't budget for that in time energy or money so uh, it has to become mechanical you have to know ki okay i'm shooting these four scenes they have already been written this is already happening and uh, i just have to get through the motions till we wrap um and that happened quite a lot like personally for me i found um pre production and principal photography very very exciting so at no point was it me not learning something right um so for me that whole thing was just oh constantly learning the creative process and learning everything while everyone else was very mechanical and thorough about it um but in post because i'm not such a fan of the entire edit process edit. it's not my thing got it, got it. <laughs> i found myself so tired constantly like you know the amount of energy i had to do that running around was just yeah. not there even though i was sitting in even though you're sitting i think now we can kind of relate to that right like what we're doing is pretty much sitting at home and and it's not really the most amazing like we always admire ki ha chalo ghar pe baithenge pura din but uh, that's not really a very uh, i mean you lethargy sets in uh, rather fast having it directly released to prime rather than a theater do you think does it really affect how people perceive the film um so personally this film was shot first of all for a big screen yeah and it was heartbreaking to see some of those shots you know on a small screen and you know even the way the credits rolled itself it's yeah. it's meant for a big screen you can't absolutely. see anyone absolutely absolutely as a song there but uh, um and that was heartbreaking because you know we went at it with the you know that that vision that we're going to see it over here and it's going to be amazing and we're going to be at the premiere no. um <laughs> but i honestly think it did better um mm-hmm. and i think the circumstances actually helped our film a lot i don't know how many people um would have gone to watch it and then within a week the film is taken off and i mean unless you get like super lucky let's yeah. be honest no really going to the theater and especially not um it's the sad truth but to watch a female mathematician <laughs> right um, <laughs> unless you know shakuntala devi you know true, and true. you know you've seen her and um that's just not something that was i was very worried about that but this whole thing that we were in a lockdown and it released and the marketing was so insane absolutely i was actually yeah. coming to that like you know the way amazon prime like you know there's literally going to be by next question is that the way amazon prime really took over the film like ki chalo we'll make some innovative uh, you know uh, marketing strategies around that the videos which they did on twitter Uh, you know all the campaigns and all i think it was really really innovative and that just gave a very fresh lease to the film which i don't think if it would have traditionally been through an agency which is for the exhibitors it wouldn't have been possible but do you do you feel the same like what do you feel about the prime factor you know like how how did that kind of uh, you know pump up the film i think it, i i was seeing shakuntala devi everywhere i was yeah. <laughs> to the point that i felt detached from it like even i was like oh, <laughs> okay. that's so good and then i was like oh wait i was i was there i yeah. know what was yeah yeah 
it was um, we actually had uh, in-house marketing like Abadansha Entertainment, okay. and she partnered with uh, Prime and stuff, and they've made this this brilliant plan really. Right. So there's just so much of hype created around it that everyone's like, let's go see what it is, huh. and then. They- the way the trailer was also made to make it specifically that this is not about her, but it's about her relationship with her daughter, the daughter and absolutely. her as a woman, you know, that was like just freaking fantastic. I yeah, loved like, it. And, and you know what she represents, I think Shakunda Devi, because it was not just her maths, ki ha, matlab world recorder, but the other things that she stood for, you know, the kind of issues that she's tackled throughout her life. I think that's, that's really remarkable. Uh, but what do you think about like, have you had any, let's say a personal experience with Vidya Balan? Like what was that working with such a, uh, probably like the flag bearer of, of, you know, uh, of leading films on her. I mean, we've seen her do it multiple times in the industry. How was, how was it working with, with, with such a, with such a, you know, personality? Dude, I'm in love with her. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. She is, she is such an amazing not only human being but an actress and she is so professional and she's so great you know she knew every single person's name on set from wow okay yeah from her own team to like our spot boys and um she knew not just their name but you know what was troubling them and what uh you know so she would ask very personal questions not just make conversation like hi how are you no like hi how are you how is this going what's you know this wow. happening and always there to you know give us an amazing smile and amazing laugh and she's such a prankster on set it's amazing she's a prankster you're saying wow okay that, that i did not associate that with vidya balan but okay that's new she's brilliant so um the I think uh, when we were shooting in London, she her prop was a piece of chalk because she was writing on a blackboard. Right. And I used to wear this um, like a rain jacket sort of blue thick rain jacket. So on my back, huh. she was like, I'm giving you a massage. And I just shut up because it was Vidya Bharat. <laughs> <laughs> and she, you know, just she just drew squiggles on my back wow. with the chalk. And I was running a around like that the entire day and so it was absolutely marvelous to see her that way you know always laughing you can hear her laughing from anywhere and it's it's just this lovely full-bodied amazing laugh that makes you smile no matter what and just uh, so good so good I'm I'm speechless I love her so much wow that's amazing but but you know like you know you mentioned it was such a amazing experience working with her but now considering the fact that you know remote working, let's say, uh, remote directing, of course, people would still choose the offline way. But let's say that if remote working, if people work remotely, do you think that it'll take away the magic of the whole collaboration? And I'm not saying that it's going to happen forever, but it might happen for the, let's say, the next one or two years when people are still a bit freaked out, uh, you know, with, with the entire situation. Do you think it's going to take away some of the magic, the, some of the collaborative, you know, magic of filmmaking? And do you think that how do you see yourself there and where do you place yourself in the entire process now, like, you know, uh, with filmmaking and its future? Um, well, I would, it would be very sad if um, we went online and we tried to do all of this in a remote manner because the entire point of filmmaking is collaboration. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. It just aids your creative process. Like you'll have 
um, uh, a, a gaffer, you know, tell you that, hey, what if you do it this way? Or you'll have the camera person tell you, hey, what if we shoot it this way? And in the edit also, you need like, um, you know, 10 people telling you, hey, that didn't work for me or this doesn't work for me, you know. And it's just, it's that entire thing that makes a film. It's not just the writer or the director yeah. or the actor. It's the team. And, Absolutely. Um, uh, it's it would be absolutely heartbreaking if it's not in that way. And uh, in fact, I've made a conscious choice to um, not really go back and work on something right now because it's it's sort of in that manner. Yeah. yeah. Um, but instead, you know, give it time, give the industry to a bit time to settle a bit, and then go back even when I'm more prepared um, education wise. Yeah. So uh, I don't see myself in a, if it's not going to be this, then it's not what I signed up for. And it's not what a lot of people signed up for. And that just doesn't work. Absolutely. Because, you know, another thing which I thought about online was that there are so many people, let's say, you know, whenever you watch a film, we don't realize the number, like you mentioned 123. And of course, it's like the cast and crew, like, you know, the variety, the length and breadth, for example, you mentioned gaffers, spot boys and everything. The the reliance on the film set is because, you know, it's a collaborative process. If it's all online, I don't require all of these things. So all of them, they can't really afford to that's, that's, that's kind of going to be a very, uh, you know, dystopian sort of a world where like, you know, screw it. That's not happening. Let's, let's work remotely or let's do it. That's why I completely, you know, agree to, to that point that what you sign up for is the experience of, of working together and, you know, uh, chilling together on set and after set and everything. Do you have anything to say, let's say, for people who want to work in films or are currently in film school? Of course, the situation for them is very different because they're in a different world. But uh, how would you kind of, you know, tell them ki, how, what, would you, what should you do in projects? Of course, contacts are also very important. But, you know, what else can you do with, let's say, your portfolio and all of that? What's your approach to that? Especially now because I can't physically, let's say, go out to make a film. But how do I keep keep the ball rolling is, is there anything you you suggest yeah so um one if you've chosen filmmaking know that you've chosen it because you like the art and the craft not because you like watching films because ah, um, that's important it, i think that's yeah that's a great point yeah yeah it's um it's very disillusioning when you i don't know is that a word disillusioning probably I think check that so. out. <laughs> but um you definitely um when you when you're there when you're standing for 16 hours on your feet you're running around you're getting yelled at it's a it's a thankless job while you're on set there's like beautiful parties and like posts ha, after ha. But, but while you're at it it's hey matlab ha. yeah and and everyone's screaming at you from either side and when you're a fresher and when you're new um it's going to be more so it know first for a fact that you've gone in there because you genuinely love storytelling or you love the craft um, and go for it in that way. If you are from a technical field, um, mm. then yes, create your reels, create your portfolio because that's what matters the most and always get a further education degree in whatever you are doing technically. Mm. Um, if you're more creative, then... Mm. Ensure you're pushing and you know everything else. Right. Um, so sort of just like push yourself in, do more than what is expected. Don't get tired and say, but nobody told me to do this or um, 
or this is not my job no don't do that right now of course only do what you are getting paid for yeah. do everything is because you want to learn because the more people see you pushing the more um they appreciate you and having contacts is just the first step in so yeah. if you don't have contacts it is okay it is fine there is there's nothing going to happen if you show that you're good you're hard working your creativity doesn't matter your skill doesn't matter if you're yeah. good you're patient you're hard working that is what matters the most so make sure you don't forget these three things also and be like oh but i can also shoot this but i can also edit this yeah i know you can and you probably will soon but wait give yeah. it a time give it some time you know the patience Because, is important yeah yeah definitely Absolutely. and i mean it's a different world that they're all getting into and um i don't know how it's going to be after this i'm hoping there is some semblance of the old that remains the magic yeah. the magic of, of cinema yeah <laughs> cinema parody so yeah <laughs> but um either way people don't change even if the world changes people will stay the same and people will make the world how they want it only so you stay stay strong with what you want and don't worry you get it awesome. <laughs> eventually <laughs> eventually awesome great uh, thanks so much nay thank you so much for uh, joining you. this episode of that's what she said uh, guys if you listen to this and if you've made it this far please consider giving a follow on spotify if you're listening to this on spotify uh, and i'll be back very very soon with another episode thank you so much nayika for being here all the best for all of the other films and all of the other cool stuff that you keep on doing uh Thank please you please too. follow narika i've uh, given her links as well down below if you want to support her uh thank you so much bye bye